Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Baba Kabat Daf Tzadi Beis. We left off on Daf Tzadi Aleph Amid Beis. We are at the two dots, about five, one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the end of the page. At Amar Rav, today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer and all of his wife and children, and Lina Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha La Shalom, and also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times, and Atzlacha for our soldiers and for our captives. They should all return home safely. We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So the first thing we're going to talk about is a continuation of the discussion of cutting down fruit trees, and particularly we're going to talk about when it might be mutter to cut down a fruit tree, and that conversation will bring us to the Mishnah on Ahmed Aleph, and then the Mishnah is going to tell us, you know, we've been talking about the payments you have to make when you assault, when someone assaults somebody else, but what about uh, the fact that you did something not nice to them? So uh, the Avera is still going to be there until you get Mechila as well. Payment is not enough. One requires Mechila as well. The Gemara is then going to discuss, and what if you have Mechila in advance? What if one person gives the other person permission to strike him, to harm him, to wound him? Or, uh, better yet, why should I give you permission to wound me? I give you permission to wound somebody else. So then, uh, how does that play out? What are the what are the various Chiyuvim? The Gemara is going to then have four different Limudim from the story with Avram Avinu and Avimelech. Now, the last of those Limudim is going to be something that relates to uh, uh, a conversation that uh, that, that Rabbi Barmari, that, that Rava asked Rabbi Barmari, and that's going to lead us to 17 different wise teachings and sayings that people have, that Rava asked Rabbi Barmari what the source for those wise teachings are. So the seven, 17 is a lot. So that's going to take us the whole rest of the daf and a little bit into tomorrow's daf. So a lot of Agatha today, a lot of just uh, um, uh, very, uh, statements that people say that seem to be wise and where do we find the source for such things in the Torah. So now we are again, let's begin at the two dots on Tzadi Aleph Amr Beis. So we've been talking about cutting down uh, fruit trees. So uh, once we're on the uh, topic, the Gemara brings a discussion about cutting down trees in Eretz Yisrael. The Torah says that when you go and you uh, and, and, and you take the lay siege on the city to lilachim alel letovsa lo sashchis eseitzal in dovachalav garzen that you're not allowed to uh, destroy its trees by uh, by by chopping it down with an axe. One is supposed to benefit from those trees. We're not supposed to cut them down. And then the Pasuk says, That uh, it has this uh, cryptic phrase that an Adam is an Eitz Asada, but then it says, if it's not an Eitz Machal, then you're allowed to cut it down for the, uh, for the, lumber, for, for the lumber. So the, the Gemara learns, from these psukim uh, that you're not allowed to cut down any tree that is motzi peros uh, in Eretz Yisrael. So Amarav, Dikla Detaten Kaba, any tree that has even a kav of peros, that's the minimum shear, also the say You're not allowed to cut down such a tree. That has a din of an Elon Michael in Eretz Yisrael. So ask the Gavara Meisve, but there's a Mishnah in the fourth parak of Masachah that says, Kama Yehei How many olives does an olive tree have to have in 
order to uh, activate the iser of cutting down a tree in Eretz Yisrael, rova, not a kav, a rova hakav, which is a lug. So uh, you see from that Mishnah that even if it, if it doesn't have a whole kav of peros, the, the iser is already activated. So how can we say it needs to be a kav? Says Gemara, well, it depends on the fruit. Shiny zesim de chashivi. Zesim are a very hush of a fruit, so even a smaller quantity of zesim will be considered as valuable as a larger quantity of another fruit. And therefore, even a smaller quantity of zesim will activate the iser to be kotzates the, uh, the elon. So the Gemara brings other, chum, uh, uh, other statements related to the chumra of the iser of cutting down an eitz machal. Amar Abchanina, lo shachiv shivchas b'ri ela dekat te'enesa belo zimna. He says, the only reason my son shivchas had died, we, meaning I, I, apparently one is supposed to be mefashvesh b'ma'asav. He says, I was mefashvesh b'ma'asav. No averos. There's no avera that I was able to identify other than the fact that I cut down a te'ena tree before it was the time to, to cut it down. I meaning once the tree dries out, it doesn't produce any fruits anymore, then it's mutter to cut it down. But this tree had not yet gotten to that point, and because I prematurely cut it down, so uh, that's why Shiv Chasperi prematurely died. But if that tree was uh, more valuable cut down than it is, uh, than it is up, meaning its lumber is worth more than the fruit that it's ever going to produce, then it's mutter to cut it down. Tiny Namiyachi, and we have a riot to this from a Brisa. The Pasuk says when it comes to cutting down a, uh, a fruit tree, rak kilo also So the words teda kilo eitz are extra. It could have just said rak asher lohu machal. We know we're already talking about a tree, just say if it doesn't have any, if it doesn't have any fruit. So rak eitz asher teda that's a reference to, uh, to, a, to a tree that has fruit that if you know that the tree uh, is, uh, is, 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 uh, is an Elon Machal and uh, you don't know that it's an Elon that, that, uh, uh, that, that, that it's an Elon Strak so you can, you can take I'm sorry if you know that the only tree that's close to the place where you're sieging where you're taking, laying siege on the city is an Elon Machal and you don't know of another Elon Srak in the vicinity, so then you're allowed to take that uh, that, that that tree for uh, building whatever uh, whatever construction you need in order to be able to take over the city. Kilo eitz machalu ze Elon Srak, and then Kilo eitz machal tells me about an Elon Srak that doesn't grow any fruits. That you're allowed to use that always for uh, for for the purposes of the war efforts of Chimiachar Shasofa the Rabbis called over. But wait, once we're going to say that even an Elon Machal is allowed to be used if push comes to shove if you don't find a Nilan Srak in the vicinity uh, why does it have to mention a Nilan Srak as well to tell me that if you do have the option you go with a Nilan Srak rather than, uh, than, than an Eitz Machal so you might think that even if the, if the fruit tree, the tree that actually bears fruit is a more expensive uh, tree um, than, uh, for, for its lumber then its value growing fruit and you'll benefit a lot more from it uh, when, when, you, uh, when you use it for beams. Uh, nevertheless, if there's a needle and strock in the vicinity, that, that still takes precedence to cut that one down rather than the fruit tree because it says kilo etz machalu. That's why tamalomer, that's why the Pasuk adds rock. It adds a miut to be mimait that you don't, uh, you're not makdim a needle and strock to a needle and machal in, in all situations. Only when the benefit is going to be greater in cutting down the needle and strock than the needle and machal and only when the benefit is going to be greater from the 
Ilan Meichel being left up than it would be from chopping it down. Shmuel, I see the Arise Tamri. Shmuel, Shmuel's Aris, a sharecropper, brought him some dates. Achel Tambu, time the Chamra. And as soon as he tasted the dates, he realized that there's some great flavor in the uh, dates, that there's taste of wine in the dates. So Amalei, my high. So Shmuel said to Zaris, something's funny about these dates. Why do they have a Tam Yayin? Amalei, Beni Gufni Kaimi. Because they're among uh, Gefanim. They're right near Gefanim, and therefore they're able to get the Tam of the Gefanim that are growing nearby. So Amar Makshi Bechamra Kulei Hai says, Oy vey, these, uh, these palm trees, these date palms are destroying the Gefanim to such an extent that I can even taste the Gefanim. Lemachar Aisi Limekorayi. I want you to bring, uh, when you bring me the payros from the field tomorrow, bring me the uh, the the the, the, uh, the roots of this decal tree. Meaning, be okay this decal tree entirely because it's being mafsed the gefanim, and it's not worth that. The decal tree should not be mazik the uh, the gefanim. So Rav Chista. Chazi Talibay Gufni, Rav Chista was walking among his fields and he saw small palm trees growing among the Gufanim. Amr Larise, he said to his sharecropper, Akrinu, uproot these, uh, these trees because they're destroying the Gufanim. And even though that will, by uprooting the trees, we'll, we will be destroying the Dekalim. Gufni, Kani Dikli, from the wine that you uh, get from the Gufanim, you could buy as many decal trees as you want because the profits from, from wine are so significant. But if you lose the Gufanim, then uh, be, as a result, of the decalum that are damaging them, the, uh, the, the, the and you want to buy karka in order to, to regrow them, you're never going to be able to sell enough decalum to be able to buy new gefanim because gefanim are so much more valuable. Dikni lokani gufni, and therefore it's worth uprooting the decal trees in order to save and promote the growth of the gefanim. Okay, new Mishnah now. Aval Pishu though that even though the mazik pays the chamisha dvarim to the nizik, and as the tzar ribush of saboshes, ain nimchalo achi yevakish menu mechila for the tzar that he caused him does not happen unless he asks for mechila shenamer. Because the pasuk says when Hashem speaks to Avimelech when uh, he caused uh, trouble for Avram and and, and, and he took Sarah uh, for himself. Vatah shev eishes pasuk continues ish ki navi uvispal badcha v'chiyeh that go and return the uh, man's wife because he's a navi and uh, he'll die for you and you'll live, meaning even after uh, you return Sarah, you have to ask Avram Avinu from Mechila Belev Shalim to the point that he'll want a daven for you. But how do I know that if you're on the receiving end, meaning you're the Nizik, that uh, you're the Nechbal, that if the person uh, goes and asks you for Mechila, that you should be forthcoming and grant that Mechila. That Avram Avinu, in fact, responded by doing so, by uh, davening, that Hashem should uh, should give a refua to to, to Avi Melech. Um, now uh, uh, the Mefarshim all raised the question. You only see that that's what Avram Avinu did, uh, but it could be Avram Avinu did the Fnimi Shuras Hadin. How do you know that you're uh, that you're supposed to do that? That you must do that? That you're not zari if you don't do that? There's a big difference. Avram Avinu was a lot more than not an zari, right? Meaning we assume that Avram Avinu, uh, what he did was uh, was probably the Fnimi Shuras Hadin. So the Pesach explains that since Avram uh, since uh, Avi Melech was Mephayis Avram and he was Nisrat Mimela, it makes sense that he should have been Nisrape even without the Tfila. So it must be that Avram Avinu didn't uh, only davened in order to be to demonstrate to everybody else that he was Mochalim. Why do we want to demonstrate that to everybody else just to show off? Look what a good guy I am that I'm Mochalim. No, in order to demonstrate proper behavior. Avram Avinu realizes that he has a responsibility. His whole life was about teaching the proper behavior that HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects of us to all of humanity. So he davened in a 
public way in order to demonstrate that the mechila, that, that mechila is something that you have to do. So he wanted everybody to know that he was mochel. It wasn't enough that he was mochel b'leiv. Ha'omer sameis eni. If a person says, blind my eye, kateis yadi, cut off my hand, shavaris ragli, break my leg, chayiv. The guy who actually listens and does it is going to have to uh, is going to have to pay, even though the nechbal was mochel. Almanas lifter. If he says, look, you could do this in almanas that you're not going to have to pay me anything. So chayiv. The the chobel is still chayiv in chamisha dvarim. If he doesn't say inflict bodily harm on me, but rather destroy something that I own, my clothing, my uh, my kalim, so then chayiv the mazik is going to have to pay. But almanas lift or potter. But if he says uh, damage my uh, my items, my clothing, my kalim, almanas lift or then the mazik is taka going to be potter. Um, the uh, however ishploni. That's only if I said do it to me or to my stuff. But if I say do uh, go damage harm or damage somebody else or somebody else's stuff almanas liftar and I say and, and it's almanas that you're not going to have to pay well then chayiv you're still going to have to pay I'm not authorized to tell you that you can damage someone else and uh, and not have to pay bein begufo bein bemona whether I ask you to cause physical bodily harm to somebody else or whether I cause you I ask you to um, to harm someone else's property. So now the Gemara brings a brisa that, uh, that, 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 that discusses the chiv to be mefayis as chavero for the tsar that you caused him in addition to payment. So all the payments that we said in the previous Mishnah on Daft Tzadi, that takel chavero, that you give him a cello or a mana and, uh, you know, nosin l'mosayim zuz or abramel zuz, those kinds of things. That's the meboshto. That's just for the payment for embarrassing the fellow. Avotziaro, but if you cause a person for the, the payment for the tsar, uh, because even if you bring all of the the, the best type of ayolim shabaolim, very expensive, you're not going to get a mechila until you ask for mechila. Shneemar hashev eishas ishki novi veyispal badcha, and the pasuk says v'chiyeh. The Kodesh Baruch Hu told Avimelech that very uh, idea that you need to go not only return the man's wife, but uh, but you need him to daven for you. So the pasuk says v'atah hashev eishas so it sounds like Avimelech only had to return Sarah because she happened to be married to a Navi. So is that true? If you steal a man's wife, do you have to only return her if she happens to be Mrs. Navi? But if she's married to somebody else, if her husband is a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, so that, that you don't have to return the, the man's a rabbi, you don't have to return the man's wife only if he's a, if he's a Navi? So says no, means whoever she is, of course you have to return, even if she's not an Eshes Navi. When it says who, that's a response to a taina that Avimelech had. And that which you're going to taina against me, why am I being punished? They told me that it was his sister. They both said that. So why should I be held responsible for this? So Navi, who you should realize Avram Avinu was a Navi who Kavarli made, and he already therefore taught Achsenoisha. He had the insight to know that Achsenoisha above the ear that if a guest comes to a city uh, and you start asking questions, Saliske Achilushtia Shaolin also, you're supposed to ask him, uh, does he need something to eat, something to drink? Or is the proper thing to ask him about his wife and ask him, who's this woman with you and uh, when can I take her? So Ishtachi Achoschi, is it your wife or 
is it your sister? So obviously you're supposed to ask him about his needs, about his food, food lodging, his drink. When Avram Avinu came to your city, he started asking about his wife. He therefore came to the conclusion that you were going to take her and kill him. So therefore he said that she's uh, his sister. You should have uh, understood that he only said that in order to protect himself. So Mikan, from the fact that Avimelech is Chayv Misa, on that which he should have learned in Derech Haritz, that he should have learned about an Oreach Babi'ir, and he did not learn. So we see the Ben Noach, Shnarek, the Lolamad. We see from here that a Ben Noach could even be killed for a lesson that he ought to have learned, even, and, and he did not learn, even if it would have required just paying attention a little bit and being able to figure it out. So the Gemara explains that the uh, Pasuk, that, 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 uh, the Hemshik the, the of the Pasuk that goes through um, uh, the, 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 the details uh, what Avram Avinu had to daven for. Because Hashem was Otzer Bad Kal Rechem the base of Yimelech, the Pasuk says, closed off all the Rechem in the base of Yimelech. So Amr Abelazar, What's Atzar Atzar? What are the two Atziros? What are the two uh, things that Hashem plugged up or stopped? One in, in the males in Avimelech's house that they were no longer able to produce, and therefore they couldn't have any children. And two atziros relating to the females, the shikhvazera in their guf, that they're not able to be polate the shikhvazera from their guf. There's a halacha called poletas shikhvazera, that when a woman, it's a, phys, it's, it's a halacha that describes a physical event, that when a woman has a shikhvazera that enters her body, so her body is polate the shikhvazera, expelled that Shekhvazera, the halacha is that it actually has a status of uh, being metameher, it has the ability to be metameher like a balkeri, she becomes like a balkeri when she's part of Shekhvazera, so she doesn't have the capacity in the base of Imelk, they didn't have the ability to be polite to Shekhvazera, and also Valeda, the, um, and anyone who's pregnant was not able to deliver the baby, Satana, in Abraisa we learned that Shtayim Be'ish, that there were actually two things that were plugged up in a man, Shekhvazera Uketanim, both Shekhvazera and the ability to urinate, and three by a woman. Ravina Amar Ravina says it was actually Shalosh Be'ish. There were three things that were plugged up in the man. Also to be able to defecate. And therefore there were four things by the woman because the woman always has Leida on top of the other three that the man has. It wasn't only the humans in Avimelech's house, even the Tarnagolis in the house of Avimelech was not laying an egg. That was part of the curse that they were suffering. So the Gemara has a limud ludoros from the tefillah of Avram Avinu on Avimelech. So here we go. 17 minaha milsas da'amarabana or da'amriyinshi. Over here it's da'amarabana. Where, where do we, I know the teaching that called mevakish rachamim al-chavero hutzarich al-chosadavar hunenetchila. That whenever you daven for somebody else and you need that very same thing, so then you get answered first. Probably it means that you sincerely daven for somebody else, right? If a person says, you know, well, I could really use this, so let me find someone else, and then, and then I'll daven for them, so I'll be in that tchila. I don't know that that works, because then you're really davening for yourself. You're just calling it davening for somebody else. So when you sincerely daven for somebody else, and it happens to, even though, so it's the, it's the, uh, the strength of spirit to say, even though I need this, I'm going to prioritize in my tefillah somebody else, because I think of the other before I think of myself. That's the Gavald of Gazaklus. So, Amalei, uh, so how do I know that you get answered first? Amalei, so he responded, that as soon as he davened for his friends, 
before uh, Hashem even heard his tefillah about them, Hashem saved him and was goel him from his yisurin. So Amr Lei, so Rava said, At Amr Mehasam, oh, that's your source for the idea, but I know Amina Mehacha. I have a different source for that same idea, and that's from Avram Avinu and Avimelech. What's a kasher amar that Hashem allowed Sarah to be able to give birth because Avram Avinu was davening that all the people in the base of Avimelech should be able to, they weren't able to give birth. It was a tzara tzara. They were all, uh, they were all prevented. So because Avram Avinu was davening for that, so uh, right away, HaKadosh Baruch gave Yeshua to Avram Avinu and Sarah. So how do I know that? What's the makar of that which people say? So first of all, the, the whole concept of Minam Milsa Damri is a funny concept. Minam, what's the makar? I don't know, maybe just people say funny things. Uh, how do you know that there's any makar? People say a lot of things. So Rav Tzaddik has this idea that when there are good people that have wise things to teach, it's probably because HaKadosh Baruch is a stackle baraisa ubara alma. HaKadosh Baruch looked at the world and then created the world based on, uh, looked at the Torah rather and created the world based on the Torah. So if, if there are decent people that, are, uh, that, that have certain intuition about how the world works and how the world ought to work, so it's very, very likely that you're going to find something in the Torah that corroborates that because what they're tapping into is something that's, uh, that's, that's, that's in the world that's a reflection of that which is in the Torah. So they're asking, so uh, how do I know? Hey, this, this resonates. It must be a teaching in the Torah somewhere that uh, that when the thorn is, uh, is, is, is damaged the, the fruit that's right next to it is also going to be damaged meaning when you start taking the thorns out of your field sometimes you're going to take some of the fruit that's growing in your field as well even though that's the desirable thing so it's a muscle that sometimes when Rishayim are punished Tzadikim are punished along with them so how do I know that? Amalei so he said because in the Tochacha that Yirmiyo and Navi gives to Klal Yisrael in the name of he says, So he says, Sounds like even the Navi is among the Poshim. Even though he didn't do what they did, he didn't behave like they did. He was just in their vicinity. So that's your limud. I learned the same idea, but from a different uh, Pasuk. Visorosai. So it sounds like even Moshe and Aaron are among the Mima'anim, are among those that are Mayatem, even though they didn't do like the other people. So it turns out that just being in their vicinity puts them in the uh, path of the wrath of Hakarosh Baruch Hu. Amalei Ravel Barmari, Ksiv, it says by Yosef after his father, uh, he, his father and his brothers came to Mitzrayim, Umikseyach Anoshim, he took from among his brother, a, a brothers a sampling of five of them, some man in order to present to Parah. So Maninu Chamisha, which five did he choose? The ones that when Moshe Rabbeinu gives brachos before he dies, he mentions their names twice. So Zvulun, Gad, Dun, Naftali, and Asher. And Asher, those are the ones that he brought in front of Paro because they were the weakest of the brothers. Because if he's going to see the strongest of the brothers, he's going to want to right away draft them into the army and have them be uh, the leaders of, uh, of, of massive legions of soldiers. So uh, therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu was co 
Nofel, the names of these brothers in their in their in his brachos, because they were weak and they needed chizik. So uh, so he was trying to provide them with chizik. You the nami yichuli mechbal says when he missed one, there's a there's a sixth one that had a kefel, and that was uh, that was Yehuda. And you, uh, but Yosef only presented five of his brothers. So Amalei, so Rabbi Barmari responded, Yosef only put the ones that were double, whose names were doubled on account of their weakness. But with Yehuda, it was for a different reason that his name was mentioned twice. What is the Pasuk uh, trying to teach us in the, in the Pasuk of Moshe's Bracha Tchal Yisrael? Why does Moshe Rabbeinu uh, juxtapose Shevet Ruvain to the, the Bracha of Shevet Ruvain to the Bracha of Shevet Yehuda? And also, why does he begin the Bracha of Yehuda with Vizos the Yehuda? That Kalos and Abraham Shana Shayisrael the Midbar, throughout the entire 40 years of traveling through the Midbar, Yehuda's bones were rattling in the Aron or rolling around in the Aron until Moshe Rabbeinu davened for him. Amr Lefanov, he said, Who's the one that encouraged Ruvain, that motivated Ruvain, that inspired Ruvain to be Moda for switching his father's bed? It was Yehuda because Ruvain saw an example of his brother Yehuda being Moda Emes when he did something improper about uh, Tamar. So since Ruvain saw that he had done that, so Ruvain uh, realized that he that it's the proper thing to do, and that, uh, that, that and he built up the courage to do so. So Shema Hashem called Yehuda. So Hashem heard the voice of Yehuda, and that's Chus. His bones stopped shaking around in the Aron. Al Evari Lishafa. So all of his Evarim went back to where they belong, where they should stay, and they settled down. But Yehuda's problems were not all solved. He still wasn't granted a seat in Yeshiva Shalmaila in order to be to, able to talk and learning in the Yeshiva Shalmaila. So uh, Moshe Rabbeinu then Davin Viter, the El Amo to Vienna. Bring him with his people where he belongs. So Akhar Baruch did that. He brought him into the yeshiva. But Yehuda still wasn't uh, the best guy in yeshiva. He didn't understand what they were talking about in learning. He was sitting there lost in the shir. So and to, 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 to handle and learning with the other Tamidi Chachamim. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davind, Yod of Ravlo. That he should be able to have the capacity to hold his own in learning. So Akhar Baruch did that. His tefillah but there was another madrega. You knew how to talk in learning, but there's another thing. There's another um, intuition, a capacity to uh, to be able to be to be able to uh, to come to, to to draw proper halachic conclusions. You see that those are two different skills, right? A lot of times you see people are tamid chachamim. They know how to learn. They say nice svaras, but for some reason, just when it comes to they don't have the posik gene. They don't have the uh, you know. That, that ability to, uh, to, 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 to gain clarity in halacha. And that's, that's a chaval, right? I mean, that's something that a person wants because the main uh, uh, focus of uh, Talmud Torah is supposed to be la suki shvetza, alibadilchsa. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davind, Vezim Ritzarov Tia, and Akarosh Baruch Hu responded to that as, as well. Amrli Ravad Rabbarmari, Mina Milsadamri, and she, what about the following uh, phrase that people say, Basar Anya, Azla Anyusa, that the poor get poorer. So Amrli, uh, 
as he said, oh, where does that come from? Ditznan, that's a mission of Bikurim. Because what happened when people would bring Bikurim? Ashirim, if he and Bikurim, the Ashirim would bring these fancy gold and silver kalim, these baskets full of the new fruits. But Aniyim would buy the cheapest baskets that were made out of uh, just branches. And because the Aniyim had these uh, these cheap baskets, they would uh, they would give the basket with the Bikurim to the Kohanim. But the Ashirim wouldn't give their gold and silver baskets to the Kohanim. So you see that the poor get poorer because the poor not only are giving the Bikurim, they're giving the whatever minimal baskets they could afford as well. That may be your source for the Limud, that the poor get poorer and the rich get richer. I have it from a different place because the Pasuk says that, uh, that he, a person has to let everybody know that he's Tame so that they could separate and stay away from him. So you see that Anius goes after the Ani, that it's not enough that a person has a Negat Saras, but the Torah is Mechaiv him to be Mevayish himself as well. So here it's not about poverty and money, but it's just saying when someone is uh, is experiencing misfortune, so very often the misfortune is compounded. So that's uh, that's true of a person who has a Negat Saras. Bad enough that he has a Negat Saras. Now he's got to advertise it to the world that he has a Negat Saras, which is even worse. How do I know the teaching of the Chachamim that it's a good idea to eat breakfast in the summertime because uh, over, otherwise the heat will overwhelm, you, will overwhelm you if you don't strengthen yourself in the morning and in the wintertime because the cold will overwhelm you. That you could, uh, you could 60 people can, uh, can run and they're not going to catch up with a guy who eats a good breakfast. Because the Pasuk says on the people who are going to go from the gold to Gula, to the Gula Asida, and described in the Sefer Yeshayahu, because they're not hungry and they're not thirsty, they're not going to be as affected by the uh, by the climate. You say that from that source, but I have a different source from the Torah itself. In the morning, and then it says, that's reference to breakfast. If a person ate breakfast in the morning, he ate his pas in the morning, so then he'll be able to ward off illness. The machla is mara. Why is it called machla? Because it carries with it 83 illnesses that are uh, that are attached to that one machla. Because that's the gematria of the word machla. But a little bit of bread and a little bit of water in the morning could be mevatel all of those machlots. A person could avoid all of that illness. What about the following wise teaching? If your friend calls you a donkey, meaning he, uh, which is not, was never a nice thing to call a person, so so we should do is prepare a saddle for your back, meaning uh, admit him and don't respond in order that you shouldn't create a fight. Meaning if you're going to fight back, then it's just going to be a whole fight. So if he calls you a not nice name, just absorb it. Absorb the insult. So Amalei, so Rabbi Barmari said, oh, what's the source? Because the Pasuk says, when the Malach says to Hagar, when she was running away from Sarah, So even though she was running and she didn't want to be the Shivcha of Sarah anymore, but when the Malach said, Shivcha Sarai, when the Malach addressed her as the Shivcha of Sarai, which is, 
obviously not a nice thing to refer to someone as a shivcha. She responded She responded in kind to uh, to absorb and accept that insult. What's the source for that? Which it says milsa. That if you have some sort of flaw, you should be the one to say it before uh, someone else points it out, which is uh, uh, that uh, that's often given. I often give that in shiduch, right? If a person is nervous, someone's going, you know, someone calls me. I know something about this person. Uh, I love this person. I think they're wonderful, but there's something that uh, would bother uh, the other party. Do I have to say it? Do I, I say? Uh, have to say it is one question. You ought to say it because the way you're going to say it is going to be different than the way they find it out from somebody else. So you'll be able to contextualize it and, uh, and be able to explain it in the in the uh, in the proper way. So you you say these things in advance rather than have someone else say it later on. So So the mucker for that is the chiv that uh, when Eliezer is speaking to Lavan and Besuel at the time that uh, he went to take uh, Rivka. So for, for Yitzchak, he started off by saying, "I'm." meaning he right away put it out on the table I'm an Eved, I'm not, a, I'm not the boss so uh, that's a person should always present their weakness first the, uh, the goose goes with its head lowered but but its eyes are looking off into the future of where it's going to find muzzle and where it's going to find food meaning even though a person should be an Anav but he shouldn't be afraid to ask uh, from other people things that he needs uh, whether it be in Torah whether it be in Parnassa or to be Tovea Chov that the other person knows him meaning you can't be a Shemata at the end of the day you have to sometimes assert yourself even if you are a very humble person so because the Pasuk says by Abigail the wife of Naval uh, that at the time that she was Miss that her husband's going to die because he was Mevaza David, and uh, nevertheless, she asked David, She was ready planning for the future. She says, oh, Don't forget me, because she knew that eventually her husband was going to die, and David should, uh, should remember her. And sure enough, it worked out pretty well for her, and David married her. What about the following uh, phrase that people say? That uh, 60 types of uh, Avelus and, uh, and 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 harmful things will uh, will happen uh, with the tooth. When you hear someone else eating and you don't get to eat, meaning when a person sees that someone else has goodness and he doesn't have it, it's very hard for a person to handle. There's a sense of jealousy that kicks in. So Amalei Tuchsev. Oh, where do I learn that? After Adonio was Mamluchas Atzmo and he called all the Bnei Amelech and the Sariat Sava to a big party. So Nasna Navi. Complained to David Amelech, and he said, Look at who wasn't on the invite list. So Rabbi said, You say the sources from that, that Nasan Navi was uh, caught up with, Look, all these people are partying, and we're not on the invite list. I have a different source from it that the mockers from Avam Avinu, because it says, When Yitzchak marries Rivka, and after the marriage says gets married also so he marries off a child and says oh getting married is so much fun so he gets married as, uh, as well so when you see someone else experience bracha you want to experience it as well that even though the wine belongs to the king you uh, express gratitude to the butler who serves the wine so even though you know that he's just uh, he's just 
working for the king, and the king is the one that's really the one providing the wine, but nevertheless, you give Hakar Satov to whoever presents it to you. Samalei, oh, how do I know that? Because when Hakar Shabbat was telling Moshe Rabbeinu to be Mimani Yoshua as the next leader of Kal Yisrael, Vesamachta es Yodcha Olav, Leman Yishmun Viyiron Koladas Bnei Yisrael. So it turns out that the Gedula of Yoshua was based on Tzibu Hashem, it wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu's choice. Uksiv, and when Yoshua started to lead the nation after Moshe Rabbeinu's death, Yoshua Benun Malei Ruach Chachma, Ki Samach Moshe Es Yadav Olav, Veyishmuei Lov Kol Bnei Yisrael. So his Chachma and his Gedula was attributed to Moshe, to Moshe Rabbeinu being Samach Yadav Olav, even though Hashem told Moshe, Hashem, Hashem is the one that told Moshe to, uh, to, to, to do this. So it wasn't, it's, uh, it's interesting, it's Baruch's command is Vesamachta Es Yadcha, singular Olav. And then it says afterwards that Moshe was Samach Yadav Olav, both of his uh, Yadayim. So Salvation got a whole drush about that, about what exactly uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was giving over to Yeshua beyond the Tzivoy Hashem. So he had this whole idea of the Dvar Hashem and the Ratzon Hashem, that, I, that there's a certain intuitive sense of the, of the, uh, of the mood of Torah and the Ruach HaTorah that, uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave, Ba'ayin Yafa, in addition to, uh, to giving over the leadership. So, where do I learn the following? That when a dog is hungry, it will uh, uh, swallow even, uh, even rocks. Uh, whatever you give it, uh, whatever you give a hungry person, will eat, even if it's not something that's tasty. So, Rabbi Mari said, We learn this, Nefesh Seveya Tavus Nofes Nefesh Reva Kalmar Matok, that a person will. Uh, who's satiated is not able to eat even a very sweet thing, but a person who's hungry is able to eat anything. Even something very bitter will taste sweet to a hungry person. And she wrote about the following phrase, that a person... Uh, sh- should take a a bad decal next to uh, the 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 trees that are that are that are that are struck that don't produce any payros. Meaning, the derech of a decal ra is to grow uh, among ilani strak, and the derech therefore of an adam ra is to be amongst a, bun- a bunch of batlanim. That you we have a gravitational pull to people who are uh, who are bad like him. You know, an evil person it tends to be drawn to uh, like-minded people. So Oh, there are plenty of sources for that, right? Yeah, that, that idea you find in all of Tanakh and in all of uh, rabbinic literature, Kasev Torah, it says in the Torah because uh, when, when Esav gets married to another wife, it says, and he takes Machlas Pas Yishmael, so he was an Adam Ra, so he marries the daughter of Yishmael, because that makes sense. Shoni B'Nevi'im, and it's repeated in the Navi Dixiv, because when Yiftach HaGiladi, when his brothers send him out of the father's house, and he runs away from them, and then and then you see it again come up in the Ksuvim Dixiv that every oaf goes among its own uh, type of chevra, and an adam who doesn't have so many different minim goes to an adam hadomalo to people who are uh, of a similar uh, lifestyle to him. And we learn it in the Mishnah Masechus Kelim as well that anything that's mechuber to that which is mekabel is likewise mekabel tuma. And that which is mechuber to that which is tar is likewise not mekabel So that's a uh, 
Mashal, that a person who attaches to another person becomes like that person, whether he's Tahar or whether, whether he's Tameh. Vitanina Bebraisa. And we have this teaching in Ebraisa as well. Uh, Rabbi Lazar, uh, the, the Chum say that a Zarzir is an Ov Tahar. So Rabbi Lazar Omer, Lolchinam Haluk Zarzir, Eitzel Orev, El Meshu Mino. Zarzir is not an Ov Tahar, and the Raya is look at who hangs out with. It hangs out with the raven, so it must be the same min as a raven, and therefore it's Tameh like the raven. So uh, a person who attaches himself to other people, it's because he finds a certain kinship with those people, a certain connectedness with those people. Uh, that if you call your friend to, uh, to, to give him some musr for something that he did, and he doesn't respond, so uh, throw a big wall at him, meaning if your friend doesn't want uh, is, 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 doesn't want you to give him musr, so uh, you have to uh, you have to you have to push him and let him suffer from 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 his uh, his, uh, his his behavior. So Rabbi Mar responded, "We learned that from the pasuk of what Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Knesset Yisrael." Because you didn't accept the Muslim when I tried to be Mitari you, so now you're not going to have the ability to uh, to be Mitari yourselves. The very bar that you drank from, you shouldn't throw a clod of earth into that in, into that bar. I Meaning, if you got Hana from something, don't be Mavaza, that which benefited you. So he said, Oh, that I learned from about so that even though Mitzrayim, uh, the Mitzrayim threw the uh, babies into the R and they deserve all the bizyonos in the world, but the Torah answers that uh, because uh, they were the achsenoim of Kal Yisrael, and therefore we got some hanah from them once, and we're not allowed to be mevaza that which we once got hanah from. Okay, so we still have a couple of more of the uh, teachings, but Hashem will continue with that tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day and a good Shabbos. Okay, good Shabbos, Great job. Let's see. Yeah. Take care, Jeremy.